Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to what is right now a sunny morning as we prepare for all sorts of weather situations going on today. <clears throat> it's going to change tonight. It's going to be, I don't know if you were awake last night, or did it awaken you, Nate the Great, that big boomer thunderstorm that happened at about 3 a.m. I stay up all night, so I hear everything. I had a beer at 6 a.m., so I was asleep. It didn't wake you up either? No, well, I'm I mean, pretty it was loud last night. I thought you can feel it coming in. All of a sudden, the rain came, and then it left as quickly as it came, but it was enough, I'm sure, to wake people up. Anyway, welcome to our program. This is the Bob Pompiani Show every Saturday, 11 to 1. It's brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. And you can text the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line at 412-928-9370. Edgar Snyder and Associates remind you to text responsibly. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township. Visit them online, southhillsjeep.com. So, it's a very busy, busy, busy weekend here. We got a lot of things cooking, um, not the least of which is the Penguins, which is where I'm going to start today, because this is a huge weekend for the Penguins, who right now are fending off the Florida Panthers. Right now, the Penguins, the Islanders, and Florida are battling it out for the two wild cards. The Islanders have the current lead at 87 points. The Penguins have a game in hand on them. The Penguins have 84 points, or three back, but again, they have a game in hand. They also have a game in hand over Florida which has 83 points, or one point, which means by the end of this day, they could fall out of that position when you consider the Penguins are taking on the best team in the league right now, Boston, which comes here with a 58-12-5 record. And then Florida tonight will take on the worst team in their division, which is Columbus. So there could be a shifting there. Tomorrow the Flyers come to town. This is a big four points on the line for the Penguins. And at least they're coming off an encouraging performance against Nashville, where they did the little things much better than they had done in the previous games. Like, for example, in Detroit, where they had um, a situation where they fell behind early. One of their many problems that continued to recur on and on and on. Slow starts, giving up goals at the end of games, uh, not protecting enough space in front of their goaltender. Uh, and all that resulted in a 6-4 to four loss as David Perron got a hat-trick against them. But against Nashville, the encouraging thing, the number one thing for me was Tristan Jari because no matter what you think of him and his fragility, if you want to use that word, I mean, he's been injured. That's the way it goes. It's unfortunate. And again, I've, I'm one of those that I'm not going to sit here and talk about soft athletes. Anybody who makes it to that level isn't soft. Injuries happen. Jason Zucker's playing through a lot of them. But, but they need a healthy and effective Tristan Jari if they're to do anything down the stretch and into the playoffs. That was the number one most encouraging thing for me in that game. Um, the way they're getting production right now, and it's not necessarily tangible production on a nightly basis, but uh, Ryan Paling makes a big difference in what he's been able to do. I don't think there's any question about that. He is uh, one of those guys who brings a lot of speed on a team that doesn't have as much as they used to. 
He's been good. Josh Archibald has been good. They need those guys to somehow, you know, make an impact. It may not be every night on the score sheet, but it has to be in some other capacity, and I think that's good. So those are encouraging signs, but they take on the big bad Bruins who have already, in 75 games, clinched the President's Trophy. Now, if you believe in curses, I don't. I don't believe in jinxes. I don't. But a lot of people do. Statistics will show you that the team that wins the President's Trophy doesn't necessarily win the Stanley Cup. In fact, it doesn't happen a lot of the time. 36 times they've presented that trophy. Only eight teams have gone on to win the Stanley Cup. And this year, more than any year, I think the Eastern Conference is absolutely loaded, much more than the West. I'm going to go out on a record for you, Nate, and tell you that the Edmonton Oilers will be in the Stanley Cup Finals representing the West. I think it's their time. I think they have a team that reminds me of the Penguins when Lemieux, Yager, uh, Francis, and, and those guys were together. They can score. They can do a lot of things. I realize you still have to prevent goals in the playoffs when things tighten up, but they have the kind of team that can win in any moment with their gifted four top players, including Ryan Nugent Hopkins. They're going to have all these guys over 100 points this year. Pretty effective team, pretty interesting team. I think it's a much easier path there, and I understand Colorado's still the defending champs. Don't get me wrong. But Edmonton, I think it's their time. They get there in the East, it's anyone's game. And I say that with full respect for the Boston Bruins, who have been terrific. Um, the Penguins have played them twice this year and have lost both games. However, if you look at the games – themselves. I went back and watched one the other day because I was curious how it all unfolded. It was here in Pittsburgh. It was a 5-3 Penguins lead, and they blew it. They blew a lot of games this year. They've had teams, and they could have had many more points if they just closed out deals, and they didn't do it. They end up losing that game in overtime 6-5. Then there was the game at Fenway Park, the Winter Classic, which was a pretty competitive game all the way to the end, but that's also the game that Tristan Jari got injured. And ever since then, he has been in and out of the lineup, out more than in, and that game led to that. So today, I don't know if we're going to see Linus Olmark in goal or not. He's going to be the Vezina winner this year. We may see Jeremy Swayman. They have a pretty good goaltending group. It'll be Tristan Jari today, I'm sure, even though Mike Sullivan hasn't announced that yet. He will shortly. But that should be a very, very interesting and big game on national TV. I think the Penguins should be able to respond and win a game. I know it's tough. I know Boston. But, you know, the Boston – here's the thing, Nate who is behind the glass, by the way, Nate the Great Halusjack, who will be taking your calls, 412-928-9370. I should have thrown that out at the beginning, or you can hit me up on Twitter at KD Palm. But um, you look at the Boston Bruins clinching this early. It's tough. You know, NFL teams have this problem. Back in the day when Peyton Manning in Indianapolis would clinch week 12 or something, you know, and they don't have to do anything, it's hard to stay sharp. I wonder how hockey teams manage this. Knowing that they still have a lot of games left, you want to continue to play well, but you also don't want to put guys at risk for injury. That's a tough kind of thing to navigate, I think, for a, a team like Boston. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Can the Penguins take advantage of that? I think they could. Uh, Nashville beat Boston the other night. So, you know, maybe they're losing a little of their luster. Yeah, it's hard to turn it on after you kind of, you know, you reach that President's Trophy, you clinch it as early as you do. You know, maybe you, like you said, are maybe more focused on getting guys healthy. And when your focus isn't winning games, maybe a team like the Penguins who've had to kind of fight and stretch their way to where they are, maybe a team like that entering the playoffs might have a little bit more juice and maybe jump on a team like the Bruins yep. early. Yeah, we'll see. I think it's a big game for the Penguins, and I also hope it doesn't provide a letdown tomorrow when the Flyers come to town. It's hard to let down. It, it, good thing about it, it's the Flyers. So if there was going to be a potential trap game letdown, 
if it was a team like Columbus, I could see that because the Penguins have lost to teams like that at home this year a lot. Detroit, San Jose, Montreal, blowing leads. But since it's the Flyers, I think they'll be up for that game. We'll see. Busy weekend, four points on the line. We'll also talk about the Pirates and the Reds. Game two, uh, we saw the pitch clock have an effect. I want to get into that a little bit later. I'm just throwing that out as a topic. Also, uh, Steelers offseason, Lamar Jackson situation has not changed. And we have the Final Four going on tonight in Houston, FAU, San Diego State, UConn, Miami. But I want to talk about Caitlin Clark, who is the best basketball player in college sports today, bar none. She was on display again last night for Iowa as they took down South Carolina, much more physical and, and big inside team. But they could not stop her or contain her. Another 40-point game. She actually either scored or assisted on every point in the fourth quarter for Iowa as they take down South Carolina. She is the best college basketball player in college today, bar none. And since I'm on the topic here of women doing well in sports, Rose Zhang, do you know her? If you don't, you will. 19-year-old out of Stanford who is playing in the uh, Augusta uh, Women's uh, Championship. But she, uh, like Tiger Woods and Patrick Rogers, now the Patrick Rogers you may not know, he's, he's been doing well right now this week on the PGA Tour. He's an up-and-comer. But they have won so much in college, it's ridiculous. And Rojang has won more than anybody uh, in terms of events and winning percentage in those events. She has won 60% of her matches in college, which is ridiculous when you think about it. That's a, a, a young lady to watch, 19-year-old Rojang, if you're interested in watching some of that today. So we have a lot going on, including Steelers offseason. Tell me what you think. They brought in a couple of more guys and signed. They brought in Bud Dupree. haven't signed him yet. I wonder if they will. Kinu... Neal, uh, Keanu Neal is a uh, safety, pretty good player, former number one pick. They brought him in to take over for um, Terrell Edmonds and uh, Breeden Fajoko, who's a, a big piece to the defensive line. So they keep adding and adding depth, depth, depth. What does depth do? Depth allows you to choose a lot of different uh, people potentially in that draft. It doesn't have to be, oh, my God, we need an offensive lineman so badly, no matter who's there, we're going to take one. They don't do that, and they've secured themselves with a number of people on their offensive line that they can take the best athlete available. So I think that's a good thing. That's where the Steelers do business. 412-928-9370. Let's go to the Lions. Ed and Kennedy Township first up today. What's up, Ed? Yeah, Bobby, uh, tickets are available for the Masters, $3,500 to walk the grounds on Friday. Is it difficult to get press credentials, and have you ever played Augusta? Uh, it's not difficult to get press credentials if you're – you know, part of the, I think they're, they're going to accommodate you. They built a beautiful new um, facility down there for the media. It's state of the art. And yes, I've played down there. I've been very fortunate that I've, I've had a few rounds down there. So yes. And I, and I can tell you that the greens, I don't care where your tee boxes are. You can play the red tees. If you want, you can play whatever middle of the fairway and on in. It's impossible to navigate some of those greens. Hey, you and Freddie couples could play your buddy Nance and Romo. <laughs> I'd take that match right now. Uh, although, so he's, and I know Jim's Jim's game struggling a little bit. I've, I've talked to him over the last couple of weeks as he gets ready for the Masters after the uh, Final Four, and his game is struggling a little bit. So, you got any favorite in the tournament this week? You mean in the Masters coming up? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> there are so many guys that you could like here. It's ridiculous, Ed. I, I, you know, they're going to invite the live golfers are going to be there. I, I'm going to find that very interesting to see how. You know, Cam Smith is somebody who can win it uh, again. I think there are so many young players. Rom is on top of his game. You'd be crazy to think that 
Scheffler you know, can't Tiger's win. Playing. Um, I don't know that he is or isn't. I haven't really double-checked on that one. I assume he would, but I don't know that for sure. I got to double-check on that one. I know the Masters has made it more difficult. Uh, yesterday on their social media, they released a new tee box for number 13, which is like driving through a bunch of trees to get to the fairway, and it takes a very, very specific drive to do it. So I think it's going to be fascinating five, to watch. It? It's going to be good. That's a par five, isn't it? Par five. That's with Ray's Creek, right? Yeah. It'll make it a little bit more difficult to get the green in two. All right, Ed, thank you very much. Appreciate the call. Let's go to the counselor who joins us in the car right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. What's up, counselor? How you doing, Bob? I'm good. How are um, you? Good. Listen, on this uh, Reynolds versus Donnell Cruz, I'm more leaning towards trying to sign Ryan Reynolds as opposed to taking the long-term contract for maybe 10 years on Donnell Cruz for like, you know, 100 plus million for him. Um, I at least think Reynolds is a known commodity. And, uh, you know, a cruise is a little too speculative for me to, to giving him like a 10 year deal for like, I don't know, the money thrown around was 180 plus or even more. I, like you, think it's too soon to do that. I want to see more from him. I know he's 24. I know those, uh, you know, that discussion will take place. I want to see more. And I don't care if the price goes up a little bit more as a result. I want to see more before that's a lot of money to make a commitment and there's no rush to do it. He'll be here for several years regardless. So I'd wait on that one. Yeah, I, that's just my thought. The other thought I had on the Steelers was I am very pleased with whom they've managed to pick up in free agency, including I realize he's been injured, the safety. But, you know, I still think it's an improvement over Terrell Edmonds. Not that Terrell Edmonds isn't terrible, but he's just okay. You know what I mean? Well, Keanu Neal has been a, a guy who's made plays back there. You know, plus he's a former number one pick, and he has high uh, ability to move around. He can. He's played the you know box linebacker position. He's he's a physical guy, so I think there won't be any kind of drop off or anything there. I think if anything, it'll help your depth. So, and he's only twenty eight, also. So he's he's he still has a lot of good football in front of him. Yeah, I think they've managed. The only thing I would say is. I presume the tackles aren't going to be there when they pick at 17th. If one of the corners is, whether it's Joey Porter or whoever, I think they should try and get the corner and at least solidify the secondary primarily. They can get a nice thing, The nice thing about it, they can go a lot of different ways, and I think that's uh, how they want it to be done. They've, they've solidified depth in a lot of positions. Now they can pick whatever they think is the most intriguing athlete who can help them regardless of the position they're in. Thank you, Counselor. Appreciate the call. Mike, you'll be coming up next. Mike and Morningside, hang on the line. We have three up in lines for you at 412-928-9370. Give us a shout right now. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. You want a great place to watch games? Go to Iron Rock Tap House. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back nuts, your wallet. Number one, Cochran. We ride in style with number one, Cochran. You can hit me up on Twitter at KDPomp. Um... Interesting here, Jim Nazim uh, was talking about Lamar Jackson as it relates to Brian Reynolds, which is an interesting comparison. He said the Pittsburgh media roasted Lamar Jackson for being greedy and turning down an offer, but because it's a Pittsburgh athlete, Brian Reynolds, you all want to side with him. Apples and oranges completely, Jim. The difference is Reynolds is asking for something that's far less than what he could be getting. Lamar Jackson is offering something he wants that is far over what he's worth. I'm sorry. That contract that Deshaun Watson got was a mistake. It was a mistake for Cleveland to do it, and I think time will prove that to be the case. It also makes it very difficult for any other team, if you're going to use that as the only precedent, that, okay, I'm better than him, he got 233, that's where you start. Just because Cleveland made a mistake doesn't mean other teams have to make the same mistake. And the fact that nobody's interested in him right now tells you a lot about his asking price. To me, that's the whole thing. He's, uh, he's a guy who relies on his legs more so than most quarterbacks. As a result, he's been injured. He's missed 10 games in the last two years. And he wants money that teams aren't willing to give. That's a decision they have to make. It's pure and simple. Brian Reynolds, on the other hand, is okay with taking less than what he could get on the open market. And I believe his asking price should be Eight years, $160 million. He's not asking for that, but he wants an out. I think it's a simple conclusion, and I think it's one the Pirates should make. 412-928-9370 is the number, and they should insist on an out both ways. That way, in four years from now, if you don't like what's going on, you can get out of it too. It's it's a simple negotiation to me. Uh, it's going to take longer than it should, but I think those t- that comparison is not a good comparison. 412-928-9370. Mike in Morningside joins us right now. Hey, Mike. Hey, Bob. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Hey, I haven't had a chance to watch a full game yet, so I'm not quite sure what I think about the rule changes. Um, what First of all, what's your take? And then second question I had is, why every year does baseball start off having – East Coast teams play in March and April, the first two weeks of the season, <laughs> on the East Coast. There are enough West Coast teams, and now with interleague play and dome stadiums, that you could take those cold-weather teams and let them go play out in the East West and not have the fans go out and sit for four innings because it's a cold night. Well, you know, Mike, it's almost uh, crazy that San Francisco uh, and California has gotten far worse weather than we, that we have here in the East, so maybe that doesn't apply, although I get your point. And, and you might remember a few years ago they did that. 
They started out west. And I don't know why they went away from that. There's got to be a reason. I just don't remember what it was. But, yes, starting this early in this part of the country can make it very difficult. When the temperatures go into the 20s, and they often do at night during games, it's it's difficult. And you want to take, take the young kids, but, you know, you, got, you pay for the ticket, but the kid's sitting there, and you're like, you know, I can't let the kids sit out in this. Or the kids want to go. I'm, I'm yeah. cold. I need to get out of here. Well, this just underscores so. my belief that baseball season's too long to begin with. <laughs> That's just me. I think there are too many games. Yeah. And when you you want to make the games more meaningful, uh, make make fewer of them. But that will never happen given the money attached to television. And as we know, television controls just about everything that's happening in sports today. Okay. Well, right. thanks. Thank you, Mike. Uh, as far as the pitch clock, I think it worked. If its goal was to reduce the time of game, it certainly worked at least for one day. Uh, and, and we saw throughout the course of spring training, a year, two years ago, the opening day time of game was three hours and 31 minutes. Last year was three hours and 12 minutes. This year was two hours and 45 minutes. However, I'm going to be very interested to see if this continues at this rate, this, this strict adherence to the pitch clock. Because I saw two instances. The one that really I thought was really ticky-tacky, Marcus Stroman of the Cubs is pitching to Christian Yelich. And if you watch the pitch clock, it got to one, and it barely started to turn. He was in his motion. They called a ball. I mean, if you're going to do it to that degree, you're going to make it difficult. There's a lot on the minds of pitchers, um, you know, who have sometimes runners on base. They're thinking about signs or shaking off things. I mean, they got to go through what they got to go through. I I think generally it's a good thing because it does get rid of a lot of the fat that we've seen with guys taking too long, getting in the batter's box, pitchers stepping off, blah, 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 34 throws to first base. That impact, knowing that you're limited to two throws to first base, means you're going to see a ton of stolen bases. We saw G1 Bay of the Pirates with two stolen bases in the opener, and I would expect that if he gets on base, he's going to run a lot. They should run a lot, especially if the guy throws over twice and he doesn't get you. Now he can't throw over there anymore, and you know you can get a huge lead. We've seen huge leads. We've seen a lot of stolen bases. 400 more stolen bases in spring training this year compared to last. 400. Think about that. It's all because the rules are in place, and they're adhering to the rules, and that's good, I think. But, 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 we saw in the Mets game a very interesting development. You know, against the Marlins, uh, Jeff McNeil is batting. Pete Alonso's on first base. He hits a foul ball. Alonzo's running. Goes to second. He has to get back to first. Well, you know, he just ran to second, so he's walking back to first. And apparently it took too long for the umpire's liking because he didn't give the pitcher enough time to go through his uh, routine. So they called a ball or a strike on McNeil, who was batting. It's not even his, you know, how is he penalized for the fact that Pete Alonzo didn't get back to first base in time? That bothers me, to be honest. You're not talking about a whole bunch of time walking versus jogging back to first base. So if they're going to get that ticky-tacky, and I want to see it in the bottom of the ninth. I want to see a game end like this, and then we'll see if people are serious about continuing it. So I think there is a little leeway that needs to happen, but I think generally their goal was attained to shorten the amount of games and get rid of fat. Fine. That's fine. As long as it doesn't impact the way a game ends. If Jeff McNeil, for example, was called out on strikes on that, he wasn't. But if he was, and the game ended that way, I, as a fan, would be very much upset. Very much upset. What about you? 412-928-9370. Let's go to Bert in Bell Vernon. Hey, Bert. Hi, Bob. Yeah, I agree with you about Reynolds. I like a five-year out at that price. Uh, as far as the Steeler draft, I was wondering 
what you think about Trenton Simpson. He's good athletically. They compare him to Edmonds, the linebacker everybody like from Buffalo. He can run with uh, tight ends, and he can play inside or outside. It seems like he'd be a guy they might be looking at at 17. Could be. Like I said, because they've added depth to every position, Bert, I think a guy like him is in play. If nobody else they like is around him, it will all depend on what the, three, the 16 teams ahead of them do. Um, so to me, that's where it's going to come down to. Uh, can they can they find someone they really like? If not, he's certainly, uh, I, you know, again, based on college and what he's done, he's capable. But I, I'm always reluctant to say these guys who can't miss because I've just watched Devin Bush miss big time. And it's set them back once again at that inside linebacker position to the point where they had to completely just – remake the entire inside linebacking uh, group, and they did that in this free agent offseason. Yeah, it seems like he he could be the guy that fits where they need it, and I was listening to Mark Caballi yesterday. He doesn't seem to think it's going to roll out very good for them. I'd hate to see them <laughs> excuse me, take another uh, defensive black back like Artie Burns, rather. You know what I mean? Uh, I like this guy better than any of those uh, cornerbacks that I saw. I don't think they're going to take a safety in the first pick. No, I would still like to see them take an offensive lineman. I still think they need tackles. And there are some good ones, despite the fact that some of the higher-end ones will probably be gone. Thank you very much, Bert. Appreciate the call. The draft is coming up on April 27, 29. Three straight days. The Steelers will hopefully get the draft here in Pittsburgh. I would love to see that happen. I think people would really gravitate to it. It goes to show you how the NFL knows how to market itself. Because these things now become events bigger than any other event on the calendar, even though they're six months removed from playing a football game. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Here we are, April 1st. We're already in April. It's unbelievable how time flies. So far, it's a beautiful day. It's going to get windy, a little change in the weather. We'll have the forecast coming up. Our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Iron Rock Tap House in Greensburg. Come see what everyone is talking about. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. They got your back, not your wallet, in number one Cochrane. Ride in style at number one Cochrane. And we have the number one Cochrane Sports Showdown coming at you tomorrow night at 1135 every Sunday night on KDKA TV. We hope you join us. We also hope you'll join us for the Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call. That's every night at 1035 on Pittsburgh CW. 
We also simulcasted frequently right here on 93.7 The Fan. Hey, Pittsburgh, your generosity amazes us every year. Thanks to all of you who provided over 351,000 meals for the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank through the Giant Eagle Feed the Need Radiothon. Thanks to the friends from Spitzer Toyota, 84 Lumber, Bill Few Associates Wealth Management, Dainagi, also Nemecolon, Aetna Medical Solutions, Hampton Beer Outlet, and UPMC Life-Changing Medicine. Thank you all for your support. That's a big amount of food going to people in need. In the meantime, 412-928-9370. Let's go to Joe and Cranberry joins us right now. Joe, what's going on? How are you today? Yeah, hey, Bob. Good morning. How are you doing, sir? I'm good. Um, How about you? Doing well. well. Hey, question for you, not uh, shifting gears too much from uh, the um, Reynolds contract, but what, a, where, what are your thoughts on where we stand with this regional TV contract situation with uh, Fenway Sports covering for the uh, Pens and how that's going to affect the Pirates and whether that could tie into their, uh, their economics on contracts and things longer term? And it's yeah, you. I think that's well, still, supposed to take, Joe, that's still very much up in the air. I, I think what you're going to see for the rest of this season, both baseball and hockey, nothing will be uninterrupted. Nothing will be interrupted. So you won't notice much going on there. I think the big thing is what these two – uh, you know, what also regional sports networks come up with in, you know, the months ahead. After hockey season is over and as baseball season continues, they're going to have to figure out some plan that makes sense. Uh, whether that's be, you know, in baseball that MLB produces it and then sells it, whether that's a collaborative effort between, for example, here in this market, you know, the Pirates and Penguins together making some sort of arrangement you know, I don't know. I still don't know the answer because I don't think it's been uh, determined yet. But they're they're having discussions. But for now, you're going to be able to watch what you watch. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought there was a, a hard deadline of yesterday, but maybe I missed that. There was, um, but there isn't. It's the same kind of they they, yeah. they talk deadlines, and it, it just keeps on moving forward. They move the goalposts a little I bit, think, to, so to speak. Yeah. I think it could impact the economics of small market teams longer term. And I guess that's more interesting when you're talking about these uh, – you know, tenure-type contract. Well, in an ideal world, you would like to have revenue sharing all the way through the entire league, and that includes local, uh, thrown into right. one pot and make it easy on people. And, and again, we'll never see that because they're just never going to do it. So uh, right. I, I waste my you. time talking about it too much, and those who call complaining waste their time because the players will never go to, will never agree to this kind of stuff unless they shut the sport down for multiple years, and they're not going to do that. Like hockey, I got you. Great, Bob. Appreciate All right, Joe, it. thank you. Let's go to Leslie, who joins us riding around the car. Hey, Leslie, how are you on this Saturday? I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you for calling. Thank you. I'm really excited to talk to you because, like, sometimes I'm in conversations and I just want to know. I would be like, Bob Pompiani would tell him the way it is right now. Um, my question is this. So I believe that the Pirates organization really has turned it around and they want fans now and they're I feel like they're gonna like do it. But then these guys on Facebook, like I feel like half of these people that comment on your page don't even like Pittsburgh sports. Like it gets me so so rattled and like somebody called me honey last night. I was like, what is happening to the world? Well, uh, social media has taken it right down the drain in many avenues. And first off, Leslie, and I would tell you just to ignore most everything on there because that's the best way to deal with it. Uh, but I also would tell you that I think with, with regard to the Pirates, I think people are just 
you know, to the point where they want to see it before they believe it. And I put myself in that group, I, but I'm not going to, you know, I still like baseball, I still like going to games, all of that stuff. But I want to see it before I believe it. Having said that, I think this group has done a pretty good job in acquiring young talent, whether that's through trade or through draft. Their AAA system right now has a lot of really interesting talent in it. And if this can, you know, move accordingly from, you know, prospect into productive player, you can see a, a change here. You really could. And it, it all depends on how these guys develop now, now that they're here. But I think Ben Charrington, even though he's had his mistakes and every team does with regard to trying to get talent, Leslie, they, you know, they pretty much brought in a pretty good nucleus of of talent here. Now we'll see what they can do. If if it works, you'll see an improvement this year, and I think you'll see an even more of an improvement next year. I sincerely hope so. Um, I also wanted to ask you, if I could pay for Ron Cook to go out to dinner with that lady that Joe met, like I really <laughs> wish he'd take a chance on love, and I would love to pay for that. <laughs> Maybe you should go as a, you know, a negotiator. <laughs> you could sit at the table while they're having dinner and you can make suggestions one way or the other. I, I, I don't know if that's going to happen. It's up be, to Ron. I would be his bodyguard. Like, no joke. I never thought I would find love. I used to be a degenerate. Like, just straight <laughs> gambling all the time, alcoholic. I Leslie, I'm you're sober. pouring out your I'm heart here. with my husband. <laughs> You know, like he deserves that. Okay, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay that message, Leslie, and I appreciate the call. <laughs> and I'm glad I'm glad you're heading in the right direction yourself. <laughs> Thanks. I'm sorry I got all excited. I get really passionate about Pittsburgh sports and love. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, they could be mutually together. There, hopefully, you'll love the Pirates in time. If not, there's going to be <laughs> probably another divorce down the road. Who knows? Thank you for the call, Leslie. I'll pass it along to Ron. 412-928-9370 is that number to call. Let's move along to – who is that on the line? Joel? Oh, it's someone who hasn't been on the line. Hold on. We're going to get to that call in a second. I saw a number, and then all of a sudden uh, I think I jumped the gun a little bit on that. Anyway, um, yeah, I think the Pirates have got a nucleus in place. That should be good enough to make some improvement this year. Um I was talking to Josh Roundtree about this. I mean, what number? Does number does it even matter what the win total is if they don't win and get a playoff spot? You know, I don't know. I, I think, to be honest with you, uh, I just want to see improvement. I want to see each play. I want to see O'Neill Cruz at the end of this year say, wow, that guy's a keeper. I want to see whether it's Jiwan Bay, whether it's Castro, whether it's Hayes, whether it's Suwinski, whether it's Andy Rodriguez. When he comes up at some point, he will come up, I believe. We'll see. Let's go to Stretch who is in the car not stretching right now. Hey, Stretch. Hey, Bob. I just wanted to – I was so glad to hear you mention Caitlin Clark at the top of your show today. Um, I watched uh, the Big Ten Championship and watched the game again last night, and she is just phenomenal. She's like watching somebody play a video game with cheat codes. <laughs> she is I mean, phenomenal. Uh, I mean, she, it, she just – is. She, no matter what South Carolina – and I don't think they had the right game plan for her, to be honest. Uh, but she exposed it. She's so quick. She makes great passes. Uh, when you figure in on every single point that she that they had in the fourth quarter, that tells you what you're dealing with. Yeah, it, it does. And it, I don't know what kind of plan they have, but I don't think there is a plan to stop this woman. Uh, and I would just say to your listeners, if you've never watched a woman's college basketball game, 
tune in for the uh, for the final tomorrow because it is it's just a treat to to watch uh, Caitlin Clark play. No, she's thanks a lot. Have yeah, a great thank day. you. I appreciate it. She is she's phenomenal to watch. You talk about basketball IQ. You talk about an ability to read plays to understand where other people are. She is the best player. I said it at the beginning. I'll say it again. The best player in college basketball. Period. Men's or women's. Right now. It is Caitlin Clark, and she has an assignment to beat LSU coming up tomorrow afternoon. Now, that game was a day game. They used to have it at night. Um, hmm, I wonder why they did that or if they regret that decision. We'll find out. 412-928-9370. It's time to take a look at the weather. And Fan Weather is brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. The sun is shining. Spring is here, and time to get a great deal on Silverados and Colorado. Stop in or online at sunchevy.com. A shower with some rumbles of thunder this morning and then becoming very windy and warm. Sunshine and then heavy thunderstorm moving in and then strong gusts and then possibly some tree damage and then hail and then who knows what else, snow. It's going to go from 68 to drop about 20 degrees and then tomorrow it's going to be 50 but sunny. So you're going to get through this, get to tomorrow. It's going to be a sunny day on an April 2nd in Pittsburgh, PA. Joel Nelson's taking over. Nate the Great, thank you for your first hour. We appreciate that. Joel Nelson is here now, so when you call 412-928-9370, you'll get a chance to talk to him, and he'll put you on to me. We have uh, Himmer, is that it, or Homer? Himmer? Heimer. 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 I had you on, and before I go to break, I figured I wouldn't make your maze. I always take care of the callers. I want to get you on as fast as possible. What's up, Heimer? I appreciate uh, everything you do, and I, I look forward to hearing you on TV and on the radio. Appreciate it. And I have a question for you. It's like a, if I give you a stats, and I want to know if you think this guy deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He was a pirate, and um, he's a um, seven-time All-Star, won a World Series, three-time Silver Slugger. He won the batting title. He has uh, 2,743 hits, and his batting average is 303. And I was wondering if you think that's a good number. Is that Dave Parker's? That's Al Oliver. Al Oliver. Yeah. Well, I think for a long time I've just said Dave Parker absolutely should be in. I knew yeah. Oliver had a good career. I, you know, now that you put it in those terms, um, <laughs> that's pretty good. Especially average hits, um, seven-time All-Star. Al Oliver was a special player, and I think we in Pittsburgh who watched him knew that. Uh, but you know, I'd have to take a look at some of the other people in the Hall, some of the numbers comparatively. But yeah, that sounds like a Hall of Fame resume to me. The exact same thing to me, and I was just wanted your opinion on it. And it's nice to bring up an old bucko. <laughs> yeah, that lineup was pretty good when they brought Madlock over from San Francisco. That was a great pickup. Uh, another batting champion who just did everything right there at the plate. Himmer, thanks. I'm up against it. I appreciate the call, and thank you for uh, joining us here on 93.7 The Fan. We have hour number two coming up. More calls on the way, 412-928-9370 till 1 o'clock. Let me know what you think about the Penguins and Bruins today. If you're on your way there or getting set to go, what do you think? The Bruins are unstoppable, or are they? And will this clinching the President's Trophy early affect them in how their sharpness uh, continues or doesn't as they go down the stretch? We'll also talk about the Pirates and the Reds, the final four today, Steelers offseason, Lamar Jackson, you name it, we got it right here on the Bob Pompiani Show, Sports Radio, 93.7 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 